Hello, everyone. I'm Contessor of Wrestling.com, joined by John Clark, and I talk about WWE NXT 2.0. John, how are you doing on this fine Tuesday evening? Pretty good. How about you? Pretty good. Pretty good. Can't complain. Uh, John, do you know what time it is? Uh, 10, 14 p.m. Eastern time. John, I tried, I tried to... Unfortunately, I don't know if you were getting at this, but um, I can tell you what it's not. It's not jacket time. See, that is also not what, quite what I was going for. I was going for toaster time. Because that was... Uh, ah. a, a friend of the show, DJ, commented that uh, right before... Um, I can't say right before. It was sometime during the show uh, before Ali J was scheduled to perform. He made a joke about toaster time. I, he, I guess he commented on one of the uh, tweets about her. And Ali J commented on his tweet that I was added in. So, so I, I got like dragged, yeah, DJ pointing out Ali J. Uh, I don't think she hates us, but we got, we got a little a little interaction there with the, tonight's musical guest star here. Uh, I'm trying to figure out the technical side of things. I can't find her name tags. That's fine. Uh, Y'all know who we are. That's okay. But, uh, you know, uh, just it's it's funny. Obviously, you know, we we write about this stuff. We we kind of were on the the very outside of things. And every once in a while, I kind of get roped into something a little bit here, even if it's just a little little interaction like this. Kind of caught me by surprise. Um, but yes, tonight, right off the bat, two things that uh, I guess the one major thing with this uh, in two matches was the continuation of the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic, starting right off here with MSK. And Jackie time. And John, right before this match began, I tweeted, please, please don't let Jackie time win. I, I will not be able to come on this show and say Jackie time is moving on in the Dusty Cup. I just can't do it. And it was a very good match. Kushida is great. Ikamanjiro or Gyro or whatever is great. Everyone's great. Jackie time, the name is not great. So I, I did not want to come on, have to come on here. This week, likely the week after this, um, and maybe even longer, talking about Jacket Time being in the men's Dusty Cup here. So thankfully, they are they're out. NSK won. NSK will try to to two peat by winning two years in a row. But this was a very good match. I liked it. NSK looked good here. Uh, Nestor's upset saying Jacket Time was her pick. Brian Everett saying good team, bad name. But yes, Herman, I'm with you. He's saying happy that Jacket Time lost. Uh, John, what do you think about this opening match and MSK's uh, on continuation, their, their their move on to the next round here? Oh, boy. Well, track of time has good chemistry together as a team. It's been getting better and better every week. Uh, I think that the, the matches deserve a little more time, maybe. I think that they've been a little short so far, uh, especially compared to the first a couple editions of the tournament itself. Um MSK has the it factor. They're a good tag team. They were brought over from Impact for a reason. They are surely eventually going to be main roster bound. They're just they they kind of remind me of the Street Profits when they were in NXT, but they're a little more successful in NXT, being that they, you know they were champions. They came from a, a more storied uh, past. Nevertheless, uh, I don't think they're going to win again. But of course, they're in the final four again. So we'll see where it leads. Well. You know, the thing is now the field is is thinning. That's how tournaments go. And now we are down to, I guess, the, we know that now the, what the, the semifinal matchups will be. We know that Jack and I is advanced. We know that the Grizzly Young Veterans advanced. We'll talk about them in a minute. Also, you've got the Creed Brothers and uh, 
Goodness gracious. Oh, uh, wait, Creed Brothers. And, oh, of course, of course. Idris, Idris Enefa and uh, Malik Blade and DJ picking them to win the whole thing. They got a whole uh, a video package tonight in which they were talking about how they're going to win and they're going to ask out Toxic Attraction. And Idris was making his, his pecs dance a la Chris Masters 2010. So I tweeted, I'm like, that's a wrap on that one. Like, the second Vince McMahon sees that, he's, he's going to have him do that on WWE TV if he does make it to the main roster. Um, not, not the best comparison to be made there in that sense. But uh, I, I saw this, you know, right, right when they announced the, the bracket, I was like, this is a pretty thin field. And now, um, you know, I can't remember who, who lost last week, but it was like a pretty big name. I don't even remember, but like the, the one that whoever beat, uh, oh, it was Harlan and Joe Gacy. I thought they could have been a pretty good dark horse team. They lost in the first round uh, to, Idris, uh, to Idris and Malik. So, no, I do think it's a pretty thin field, and I would hope uh, MSK. I would like, again, the problem is the booking, John, the gimmicks. I want it to be Girls in Venice. This is the third consecutive year they've made it to, I guess, let's be the third year in a row they've made it to the semifinals. Um, I think at least two years in a row they've been to the finals of the, of the finals itself. Come on, they can't always be the bridesmaid. All right, they've got to be the bride eventually. All right, let's just come on. I, I hope so. Um, at least tonight, they uh, they focused on the wrestling. They weren't focused on weird schemes to get one over on people or or anything. Um, so they remain a very good team in the ring. So so no, I, I do. I guess I am rooting for them in that sense. And again, Stephen Chambers, good team. Don't like their gimmick. So in, the, in this case, the, the name's fine, but the gimmick is not. Jack of Time, name, gimmick, everything in between. But they're, they all, they're also great. This was a very good match. Uh, Grizzly veterans, they wound up beating Andre Chase and Body Hayward, long-lost member of the Gun Club by all appearances. He was wearing this like do, uh, this like bandana kind of thing on his head, uh, and he's got a lot long blonde hair. Definitely reminded me of like a, one of Billy Gunn's kids running out there. Um, thought he looked fine. But Andre Chase, I say it pretty much every time he's on TV. He's one of the, for me at least, one of the more underrated uh, characters or the, or the new people we've seen come out of NXT. NXT 2.0 here. Yeah, you've got your Braun Breakers and, and your Grayson Wallers and this and that and everything else. Andre Chase, uh, he's he's making, you know, chicken salad out of, you know what, like on paper this gimmick isn't great, but he's got the, the student se section cheering for him. He's doing the stomps and, ch and chanting, you know, Chase University. He, he's, he's doing a great job with it. I like it a lot. I'm entertained. I, I do enjoy it. Um, but of course, yes, uh, a good young veterans won. And then everyone's favorite. Von Wagner showed up. Uh, Stephen Bunya at least he didn't talk. No, as we had said when he when he first uh, had his, his suspension reversed, that it would seem to appear he would be getting a manager. I believe we or at least some of our viewers here suggested probably Robert Stone. And yes, that is what happened. It was Robert Stone. He came back with Robert Stone tonight. Robert Stone, pretty clearly the guy that that paid to have uh, Von's suspension overturned. So yes, Brian Everett. Yes, I am happy Von has a manager. I think. This was necessary, uh, you know, for for Von, for Von to have kind of any kind of hope to salvage this singles run he's on now, and in the, the aftermath of the Kyle O'Reilly stuff, and now they're 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 still. I mean, from the start, they're trying to you know, like push him pretty quickly here. I think Robert Stone will help. I'm I'm glad for Robert Stone. He was pretty aimlessly floating around there for a while. But uh, John, thoughts on Girls and Veterans and the return of Von Wagner with uh, a new a new, a new manager. Yeah, so as far as the match with uh, Chase U goes, uh, I think the right selection was made in the end. The match was okay. 
the Creed brothers are more than likely going to win, no matter who won this match tonight, whether it be uh, Chase Hugh or Girls Young Veterans. I think the Creed brothers are probably going to win and go to the finals. Now, as far as Wagner, of course, he needed somebody that could talk for him. He's gotten that. Um, maybe Robert Stone has the chance to become not just a laughing stock, but actually something more relevant. We'll see, I guess. <laughs> yeah, you know, we, we've seen him have some some pretty bad lows here and there. He got shot by Shotzi's tank. Um, he dressed up as Elvis at like the Halloween party or whatever it was. Definitely a laughing stock has been a more uh, applicable term, but I, I think it'd be cool to see him in a more serious and, and prominent role. Am I thrilled as Von Wagner? No, but, um, you know, I think maybe if anybody could kind of help maybe uh, reverse the the trend here of, of what we've seen with Von Wagner, uh, that, that, that it could help. That, that it's give it, it's going to give him something that he had, hasn't had, and that to me that would be better promos, better uh, character. Because as, as we've seen, Von Wagner really has not had that character really here. So I, I think this could be good. I think it will be beneficial. Um, compared to what we had been seeing. Uh, DJ asking, thinking, you know, is Andre Chase in this case a baby face? You know, he got attacked by by Von Wagner. I don't think it's a face or, you know, a gimmick in, in, in itself. I think it's the kind of thing where the crowd's getting into it um, and it's carrying this weird dynamic. And we see this a lot where the fans get into, if you, I mean, I think of like a guy like Fandango back in the day when people were like singing his theme song, even when he was a heel, like people get, will, will get into a, a part of a character or, or the theme or, or, or the, just the overall presentation doesn't mean the person's a face. It just means the fans kind of are digging it, especially in NXT. It's more of the, you know, kind of a, an isolated environment, kind of like that. It's a special kind of thing. Um, so, well, yeah, he got attacked like that. Wouldn't necessarily mean he's a face. I mean, I could be wrong on that one. I mean, I, th I think it'd be kind of cool to have, a, a face teacher kind of thing. Uh, I saw someone tweeted the other day during the Chad Gable stuff on Raw. You know, they're saying it looks like it seems like Vince McMahon thinks smart people are evil because a lot of the time you see these these gimmicks and it's like smart people are, are are the heels. It's like over the years you say it over and over again. Now we see with Chad Gable on Raw, Andre Chase has been a heel with this very you know academic, uh, uh, you know, intelligent gimmick, gimmick he's doing now. So. I, I think it'd be interesting to kind of to reverse that and maybe have him be more of a good guy, but that's more my more my, my take on it at this point. But um, that was the, the Dusty Cup again, Johnny. I think you had just mentioned you were kind of predicting the Creed Brothers to win it. I think that's, uh, yeah, I, I overlooked them. I think that'd be a good way to establish them. We know that they'll be in action and six men uh, action next week against uh, Imperium and paying that a promo where Gunther, everyone's favorite powerhouse, he of the new name Gunther. I was explaining about his his name, and for a second I thought like it started off, um, you know, it's obviously has subtitles. He's talking about his family given name, and I thought they're trying to establish that the Gunther was his family given name, and no, 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 he's leaving behind his family given name of Walter, and he's he's pushing that behind him, moving and burying the past as NXT loves to do, and, and moving on in, in a new direction, moving on to uh, a new chapter uh, with Gunther, and. Um, I, I mean, at least I got to give him like a little credit. They're always trying to make it make sense. That it wasn't just a wholly random change. But again, he, they need to do it in the first place. Walter was just fine. And now you have this whole promo about the change. Like, it just seems kind of um, gratuitous, and especially the, the, you know, the, 
obviously as we talked about last week I, I again i overlooked it at the time but the, the the day after the show especially last wednesday the whole like internet was just really really harping on on wwe also rightfully so about the the gunther stark name all that controversy don't get into it right now but uh they dropped that that, that copyright and it's just gunther but i think that's still that, that association is still there it is just gunther it is imperium they're moving on trying to, to have this new era they'll be facing diamond mine uh, we had a promo from malcolm bivens where he said um gunther is a, a like a, an, an awful name he should have been born I think he's like born like dumbass spelled in all caps or something like that. He called Walter a big dumb Austrian Austrian tree. Bivens is is, is so so good. He, he's a treasure. Uh, so it's setting up a six man match next week. What are these two stables? Uh, John, what are you thinking about this this ongoing rivalry between? I would okay, other than Legato, the two leading stables here at this point on NXT. I don't know. I think it's maybe just a pushover for both of them to give them something to do. I'm not really intrigued too much by it. I think it's just uh, no real meaningful rivalry. Maybe just a match here to kind of put it under put it under wraps. Um, uh, as far as the name change and addressing that and everything, like it is what it is at this point. It's fine. Whatever. Uh, I'm hoping maybe there's a chance that uh, you could see him this Saturday at the Rumble. Who knows? It's reported that he's supposed to be in the St. Louis area this weekend. So. Uh, we'll see if uh, he ends up being in the match. Otherwise, you know, just hopefully it's just a good match. Not really much else to say. That's what, that's what Brian's saying. It's going to be a banger. I mean, we've got Roger Strong, Walter. Uh, we've seen Fabian Eichner and Marcel Barthel do some amazing things pretty, pretty much every time they're in the ring. Uh, the Creed Brothers, we still haven't really quite gotten to see all that they can do. They're still, you know, pretty pretty early on in their journeys. I think this, this will be a good uh, chance for them to have uh, a breakout moment, especially as they continue on in the, the Dusty Cup here. So, um, yeah, I, I think it'll be good. I probably would agree it's probably not going to be much more beyond that next week because we already had the singles match. Where else do you really go? I would agree with Steven saying he doesn't see anyone beating Imperium for a while. I would agree either uh, as, as a trio, as a team, anybody being Walter. Like They, they are pretty much set up, set up to be... Uh, a dominant force here, and I think beating Diamond Mine will be a good way to do that. Uh, and especially now, as we we said, I've been saying for months, and we've we've both kind of agreed. Like the second Walter actually comes to NXT, like it'll be very very good for him, for Imperium, for the show. And we're already seeing that maybe other than the, other than the, the Gunther thing, but I think this is very good, and I, it would be cool to see him at the Rumble uh, just to kind of get him that uh, additional exposure in front of the bigger audience. So I think that's a fair uh, prediction at this point. So I, I would definitely like to see that. Uh, something that I wasn't maybe excited to see tonight, but wanted to be pretty good nonetheless. DJ saying Boa and Sokoa uh, had the match of the night, at least of, of the non-tournament action. So they had, I think it was like a no DQ, no count out. I think it was called a street fight, whatever, however they they, they described it. Anything, it was basically anything goes. They they brought they brawled over the place in a feud that they've framed as as a real bitter blood feud. And I continue to sit here. I'm like, I know that that Solo got the fireball in the face, and he's he's mad about that, right? Probably so, and he wants revenge. But this really isn't this this really intense like grudge rivalry that they're, they're trying to build it up to be. Um, but that that doesn't mean that it was not a good match. It was a good match. Uh, Solo was wearing uh, Usos style face paint. Thought that was pretty cool. A little war paint. That was pretty fun. Uh, DJ saying, uh, sorry, Nash is saying she enjoyed it. That she loves Solo. DJ wants to set Sokoa in the Rumble. I would say it might be a little soon for that one. A guy like Walter most certainly has earned it. I think he's most definitely ready for it. But at the same time, Brian St. Call Solo up uh, ASAP. He's bloodline ready. 
And he looked good here. He's he's really he's just been winning people over. I think he's looking good in his matches. Um, John, what, what do you think about this one? Solo pick up the win with, of course, <clears throat> the USO splash through a table. Uh, Steven saying it was a great match. Would you agree? Did you like it? Were you glad that Solo won? What do you think about the Solo situation at this point? Uh, I thought it was a pretty good match, although I think it's a shame that Boa is kind of taking these losses as he's kind of just... I mean, they're both fresh, but especially with Boa, uh, it, it could turn into the same situation that Mei Ying turned out, which mm-hmm. uh, wasn't really that good. Uh, so we'll see what happens. And of course, Xia Li left and then she goes to SmackDown. So it's kind of like all of those kind of gimmicks were kind of like the same NXT, like this kind of underdog, underground fighter type thing where I'm, I'm, I'm here to make a statement. And of course, losing again. Sokoa has just turned into a very good talent. And I think um, while it might be early, I think he probably could step up tomorrow and be a part of the bloodline without much concern as far as his talent goes. I think he, um, I think he just has what it takes. Obviously, because it runs in the family, it, it's bound to be that way. But I, I didn't have any problems with the way the match was other than it's it's kind of hurtful to see Boa lose again. I would agree. I, I think, you know, I'm, I remain a little, a little skeptical. I always, again, I'm, I'm old-fashioned. I always say, okay, let's have whoever it might be, by and large, you know, especially if it's, you know, a newer guy, a guy like Braun Breaker or, or, or anybody else, you know, spend some time in XT, get some seasoning, you know, train, experience, all that good stuff. Uh, it's, it's kind of like school, and then you, you kind of graduate, for lack of a better word, after a certain period of time, then you move on. Um, and we've seen that's not necessarily the case. People will get called up pretty quickly. It happened with Hit Row. Didn't work out, unfortunately, but we are seeing it's not necessarily like you're, any, everybody stays in XT for a year, two years, and then moves on. Like, it does seem to be kind of um, subjective at this point based on... If they have plans for you, if they want to use you, whatever it might be, if you if you um, swim where where is others sink, you know whatever it might be. But with that said, I think yeah, I would agree that Solo could be one of those people that that could get called up because the bloodline thing is right there. You could have him be like a, a an enforcer kind of thing where you don't have to have him like wrestle all the time right away. Um, Nesha, of course, of course, Nesha points out that Dominic Mysterio was never in NXT. Sometimes I think that in a way he might have benefited from having time but obviously they threw him in the deep end and i've always i think it's performed um admirably but i always think it's better spend, spend time in xt just get get some some ground underneath your feet and then you know get those high high profile situations like that not that doesn't work for everybody and that's not always going to be the case but i think with uh with Solo especially you know people are yeah the comment that he should be in the rumble i think i think step on the brakes a little bit you know maybe maybe mania time i think could be like realistic ish you know maybe um but i think so is looking good i do agree he's quickly he's or he's quickly growing he's kind of uh not following that typical pattern again of like taking a while he's already fine his feet i think he's looking good people are rallying behind him and liking that i also agree about boa that uh it's not good for him to be taking losses um i have to i laughed they had the promo before this match and as boa talking about it was like his supernatural powers and it was a shot in this very like campy way where he was talking and it was like kind of zooming on his face and then we got this like on-screen text and it said like the, the power in me is uncontrollable and it just seems so silly to me like i i don't know uh and especially especially the fact that he's losing anyway you know if he was winning it'd be like all right you know it's a little goofy but he's winning no 
no, he's he's losing pretty pretty regularly here. Uh, Steven St. Bowe needs a gimmick. It's not working out. I mean, yeah, it's a shame that I he's had this gimmick maybe six months, which isn't, isn't all that long. And as, as John, as you said already, uh, Tian Shaw and it, like the whole group is kind of crumbled. So he's kind of the, la the last man standing in that case. Um, so maybe out, kind of out of necessity, he would be better off kind of with a already an already getting repackaged, whereas we've already seen that. Uh, Brian's saying that uh, Bo has been booked horribly. Unfortunately, yeah, just, you know, when you're taking losses like that, combined with not a great, great gimmick in the first place, not a good combo, to say the least. So he was hoping that he, could, he that they do better by him moving forward here. Um, so I do want to point out, and we can talk about some things we might see on that show. DJ, yes, NXT Vengeance Day will be back on February 15th, the day after Valentine's Day. That actually lines up nicely because I think last year was a couple days after Valentine's Day. Like, to me, it's pretty much named after Valentine's Day. It's nice to have it kind of like right on top of it like that. So, yes, it will be just like Halloween Havoc, just like... Um, New Year's Eve, it will, it will be a, a TV special on Tuesday night. Looking forward to it. Uh, the main event confirmed that we will see uh, a North American title match. Talk about, about that in a minute. We also know it will have the finals of the Men's Dusty Cup. Whoever does wind up getting to that spot remains to be determined. But uh, and Also, we know, or I, I feel like we are building toward an NXT title match for that show because pretty quickly they are setting the, the gears in motion for Santos Escobar and Braun Breaker. We had a promo tonight. John, Santos Escobar made some very, very good points. He said, Braun Breaker, I despise you because you've gotten handed everything on a silver platter, whereas he's been there for over a year now. Yeah. And, and he really hasn't had those opportunities. He, he had some shots at the, the North American title. Uh, he won the Cruiserweight title, but he really hasn't quite had that shot in the main event scene, whereas Braun Breaker, again, one of those guys like Von Wagner with NXT 2.0, day one, uh, day one they, they got really pushed right um, right in the spotlight. And Santos has really kind of had to, to scrape and call for it. And I, I've, yet again, I've, as well, others, other people on the show, I, I say every time I talk about them, this guy is great. I want to see them get like pushed to the moon, just to paraphrase Cameron Grimes. So I, I remain happy that he's getting the spot, although I do feel like, uh, yes, as Steven's saying, it's going to be a, a great match, but this feels very, very much like a, a transitional thing of Braun retaining. John, what are you thinking about uh, Santos versus Braun here, especially potentially being, you know, uh, I would say, what, what feels like a, a likely main event for Angsty Vengeance Day? I'm okay with it. It's uh, a little weird that Breaker kind of just was this baby face, although he was kind of hated on for being the kind of the 2.0 leader that took away all the 1.0 things. He's still healing my book, by the way. <laughs> he settled in nicely as kind of a face anyway. Um, it's a good first kind of defense there to fend off like a whole stable of people, so I think it'll work out nicely. And obviously, I think he'll retain it and keep it. Yeah. Uh, just, just because I like Santos so much, there's this little part of me that wants him to say, like, go crazy and have him like win the title in a, in a crazy like you know swerve, I guess. But that would just probably set the brand back a little bit because as, as we were talking about having Braun win at least like you're kind of really you're, you're committing to to this new era and then having Santos win it you know just over a month later probably would not be the best look uh Brian saying that Breaker versus Esquire is going to be sick and again I thought this was a very good promo from Santos to really build up here saying that he liked Santos uh referencing the Steiner math thing you know Patty Patty was talking about how they have a similar background they both kind of you know grew up in the business and they, they're kind of um linked in that sense but then again he really, really focused on like that may be the case but i still despise you for, for the reasons that i mentioned a minute ago braun comes out 
<laughs> and they tell Santos to shut up in Spanish. I feel what the exact word was. And Santos was like, "Why? Why have you? How could you say that to me?" Um, listen, Brad, it seemed kind of funny to me. But uh, Brown comes out, beats up Legado, uh, the, the henchman, if you will, uh, Raúl Mendoza and Joaquin, setting up an, an, what felt like an, an inevitable uh, handicap match for next week. But then it turned into it would be a tag team match if uh, if, if Brown could find a friend. But of course, who would possibly team with the NXT champion? John, as you said, a guy that was hated on and just seemingly didn't have a lot of uh, allies in the back. Well, we had to wait till the very end of the show to find out that it's going to be Tommaso Ciampa. He who has been competing in dark matches and on main event tapings lately. Uh, he who seems very, very likely to get called up to the main roster. No, at least for, for next week, he'll be back here on NXT teaming up with uh, Braun Breaker against Legato. John... Why can't they just get out of their own way? They're setting up the can they coexist thing a week in advance. I don't know about that. Uh, I think they've that score has been settled. I think it's a sign of respect now that he's standing kind of by Braun's side. I, I don't see it as them eventually arguing again and fighting. But uh, And then, of course, the, the Steiner math reference at the end again was kind of funny but yeah i think we've kind of went that that ship has sailed i think they probably genuinely can get along now at this point since like i said it is about respect they want them each to be baby faced this is a good way to kind of boost that for braun i would agree i just there are times that, I, that i'm overly optimistic and there are times i'm overly pessimistic so here i see, I see champa pop up hey i'm like cool i champ is great i'm a big fan of his and it's good to see that he's I mean, did TV. you have a different suggestion on who it should have been? Because I, um, logically speaking, I like DJ saying Zion Quinn. At least there's that that common ground of he doesn't like Legato. Obviously, we had the blow off to their feud, but that doesn't mean that he would just not like. He would just stop disliking them. They, that he would be. See, it would mean to me that he'd seemingly be willing to to work with them. Otherwise, not not so much. I like this comment from Stanley Smith saying he thought it was going to be Braun's dad, Rick Steiner. Maybe not, but that's you know fun to fun to picture, right? The 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 grim faced, well, it's the, the gremlin faced bulldog or whatever it is, uh, Rick Steiner, classic wrestler there. Um, so I, I think Zion would make some sense. Champa makes sense. I just I'm, I'm skeptical that they're gonna do the oh Champa wants his title back and they're gonna argue like kind of throughout the night and like how can it possibly coexist? And then I should say they kind of set that up anyway. We had a six woman tag team match where. Two people who actually are a tag team were kind of beefing at least a little bit. We had Persia Parada and Indy Hartwell backstage. Persia was kind of, um, you know, talking a little sweet, sweetly about Duke Hudson, who's back and who has hair again, <laughs> nullifying the fact that he lost his hair. Um, we're we're going to ignore that. Uh, but that seemed to cause a little tension. So he was like, come on, Persia, you got to focus. Even though, as we all know, Indy spent several weeks completely unfocused once she was mourning the absence of Dex Loomis, who... Was absent this week, unfortunately. But yes, DJ Team Index wins. At least in this case, uh, quite literally, uh, Index uh, Team Index, at least uh, the representative one here. Um, so it wasn't a six-one tag team match. They did, to me, at least, kind of hint at that that chemical exists thing of Persian Indy, you know, having a, a little tension there. Thankfully, didn't really play out all that much. They, they got along to the match. That wasn't the problem. Of course, they faced Toxic Attraction, and they're teaming up with Kaylee Ray. Steven's saying he's not digging Kaylee Ray with a baseball bat. I'm not digging the way that Kaylee Ray, you know, her, her John, her inner, Damien, her inner Damien came out. She brought out the baseball bat. She, just, she got mad 
And she's like, oh, it's time to time to beat up Mandy Rose's baseball bat. She proceeds to swing it and hit the ring post because she can't wait for Mandy to step away, from, like, one foot from the ring post. Then they chase her to the back. I was okay with that part of it because, like, that way it makes sense that you have Indy and Persia win because I tweeted during the match that there's no way that, on paper, Toxic Tractors will just lose. They are the champions. They are an established trio. Whereas we have, we have not seen Indy Persia and Kaylee Ray team together, at least the kind of distraction having Mandy Rose run away, and that sets up a pretty easy upset. I, I was okay with that. Brian saying Indy and Persia future Titan champions. I like it. Uh, again, on, in a division where you don't really have all the many teams, that is definitely a fair prediction. But John, what do you think about this match and the, uh, I guess the, the the positive momentum for these respective challengers for the championships? Yeah, so Persia and Indy have definitely solidified themselves as getting a championship match sooner rather than later. They're probably the next people in line here. Um, more time in the ring has been very good for Persia. She has impressed each time more and more in the ring. Uh, Hartwell, you know, the storytelling hasn't really been there too much, kind of just them having matches and winning, and that's fine. Uh Ever since the way kind of disbanded there, she's been kind of still finding herself a little bit. And then, of course, Toxic Attraction has already dominated a lot. They've uh, solidified themselves as the top female stable in NXT. And that's fine. They also continue to get better and stronger in the ring as well. Yeah, I think the, the, the growth is pretty evident there. I, I like Toxic Attraction. I think they're looking good. I would imagine that we'll at least see... One of one of the three, or I guess one of the two, either with the uh, women's title or or the uh, the titles get defended at Vengeance Day, um, or maybe both. I guess, I guess both make sense. And we we saw they loaded up New Year's Evil, so that would probably actually be the more realistic thing to do at this point. Um, I think they're all still looking pretty darn good. I'm liking it, and at the same time, I I guess maybe that's why I don't think. Any of these challengers, at least right away, are gonna are gonna dethrone them. I think um, Index, or at least Team Index, I guess so they're, they're, again the representative of, of Index here. Um, they might win at some point because they don't have a lot of uh, teams otherwise. But I don't really see Kaylee Ray beating Manny Rose at this point, just because I just again I think there's a lot more you can do with Manny Rose right now. So I'm sure Nationals will be good. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, this is kind of the, the real uh, brunt of, of the women's division at this point, at least until uh, the, the women's Dusty Cup starts next month. I did, they didn't make any announcements yet for next week, but obviously next week is February 1st. So uh, we, I would assume that that will be starting some point sooner and later. So uh, hopefully we'll see some teams kind of come to fruition there, whereas you know right now they don't really have a lot of teams and they really need to kind of make some because otherwise um, – you know, you, you need teams to have a tournament, obviously. So, with oh, that being said, uh, we do know that we had uh, Io Shirai uh, backstage here with Zoe Stark at one point, and uh, Zoe was trying to get Io to, to enter the, the Dusty Cup, but like, even though she's out, even though Zoe's out hurt, she was like, "Oh, but you could do it." You know, you, you, you don't you want to win the the, the 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 trophy again? And Io was like, basically, no, I don't. I don't want another partner. And Zoe interpreted that to mean, "Oh, you don't want another partner because you do like me." Circling back to their classic um, struggling coexistence, I guess. But um, that wound up being uh, the, uh, the open door for Tiffany Stratton to come in and say, um, I don't even know why. <laughs> I don't even know why this match happened. She just interrupted and she was like, I want a match. All right. And then basically they, they tried to pass it off like Tiffany Stratton in her second match on NXT could hold her own with Io Shirai, 
former NXT Women's Champion, one of the very best women's wrestlers on the entire roster. Not sure about that one. Thankfully, you know, won. I was I would be a, a little upset if, if uh, Tiffany won this match. She, she didn't. But it does seem weird to me. Uh, there was a report that EO, uh, EO and Dakota Kai will be backstage at SmackDown this week, presumably for a dark match, but still uh, noteworthy nonetheless. Uh, I, jo- I joked about it on Twitter that why would EO want to be in the Dusty Cup? She's got her eyes on the main roster. Like, she's she's out of here. She's got that that uh, off to the main roster energy at this point. Um, do you want to say yes? Uh, I'm uh, The EO won. Uh, Brian's saying she's happy. But Stratton did look better. This was a market improvement, so that was good. Um, I, I think that's definitely worthwhile to, to point out. Um, Stratton went backstage. She was, she was talking to her daddy, John, talking to her daddy, uh, t- talking about all the weirdos here on NXT. And then as Deidre points out, yeah, she dumped one into his free refill of a drink. Comedy, I guess. Uh, do, I overall like this possibility. Steven saying EO and Soraya could be an interesting combo for, for the Women's Dusty Cup if EO does want to do that. Um, that could be a pretty easily thrown together team. You know, they, they seem, seem to kind of, we've seen the Kabuki Warriors. We've seen, um, that's why they, they, they go to that well a lot. So I feel like they, they would probably do that again. What in a world where you need to have some, some thrown together teams with Saray again, her new gimmick being this anime character thing. Not sure that I would actually, uh, necessarily want to see that, but that does feel like a pretty realistic option here. But, um, I mean, we might as well talk about it. Do you have any picks for the women's desktop at this point? Again, as I said, we are rapidly on the road to February here, and that that will be starting off sooner or later. So, uh, it, even though we it's completely shooting in the dark here, any thoughts on what what, what, what we might see there? <laughs> I honestly couldn't even give you a even a remotely realistic prediction because I have no idea what the pa- final pairings will end up being. Or even where these women will come from. Sometimes they just come out of the blue. So, not really sure. Yeah, we might see some. I would. I'm predicting. I'm not reporting. I'm predicting. We might see some some debutantes, some some new signings show up. Um, sorry, <laughs> I got distracted from Nando. Also, if, if I'm on the the choo choo hype train, unfortunately, my friend, I am not. I'm assuming you're you're referring to Wendy Chu. Um, she's becoming one of those like online. Uh, favorites of people that kind of rally around. They're like, "Oh, look at her. she's like she's sleeping and, and having this fun gimmick." It's not. I'm not here for it, man. Uh, I'm. I, I was here for the black and gold era. I was here for Poppy performing. I was not here for Ali J performing. John, this song was so long, and I I didn't really care for it. That's just my musical taste. No knock on Ali J. She's I'm sure she's, I mean, she's very talented. I'm just I not the kind of music that I prefer. I prefer. But then they announced, I think this this is the new NXT theme song, or at least one of them. And then I'm like, really? This? Oh, no. But yes, yes, this segment of the evening, this performance, this for me, we, we made it this far, John, without anything being objectively, like, really uh, unenjoyable for me. This, John, as DJ so nicely points out, this was toaster time. What do you think about this, this musical performance here? Uh, on uh, well, I guess I half agree and half disagree with you. The part that I half agree with is the fact that this um, wasn't good. But 
The part that I disagree with is that it was uh, worse than Poppy. This was not worse than Poppy. Poppy I didn't care for Poppy. Horrible yeah, I, I well. It's more the association, I guess. But uh, yeah, I agree. It wasn't worse. It was but worse. I, I don't see this. I mean, I guess feeling that, hey, she uh, was interacting with us like 10 minutes before <laughs> she went out there. So give her credit for um i don't want to say working the marks but uh <laughs> I- I- interacting and, and basically trying to promote herself the the lady uh, the the lady i think has less followers than i have on twitter so Ooh, uh, she did 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 she did <laughs> earlier tonight and then of course nxt promoted and i think she went up to like three thousand. but going into tonight yes i i i did have more than her so that's not really a flex because i don't have that many it's just that right. she didn't I have that know, many so um but if people think this was toaster time and that you thought this was bad then maybe there was something on the show that you might have liked because i know who you like to watch wrestle and we uh saw a, a number one contender match i guess you would call it tonight in the main event cameron grimes tony dangerlo i know you're a cameron grimes guy and I know maybe in the back of your head you were probably thinking that he wasn't going to win this match, but maybe you were. I certainly wasn't. And then, lo and behold, uh, Cameron Grimes wins, and he will f- uh, move on against Mello at, uh, for the NXT North American Championship at Vengeance Day. Grimes is an absolute veteran that's going to be there. He's going to put over... He's not going to win the title. Let me just say that. He's not going to win the title. Uh, he he made he ma- even made Tony look very good. Uh, and then, of course, Pete Dunn returns, gets himself involved, pretty much costs D'Angelo the match. I expect them to possibly have another match th- themselves. But uh, break down this this main event and then what kind of what you thought of the end result. I do I do like Cameron Grimes a lot. I, I think he's great. Um, I especially, I would say, once he... Ever since he came back with like with the the, the rich man gimmick and the DiBiase stuff, that was fun. And the face turn, like he's been on a roll and he's he's very good in the ring. I like him a lot. Uh, I've always thought he's been, uh, yeah, he he had the million dollar title. I thought that was good, but I, I feel like he got kind of, or I should say, has gotten shortchanged in the the 2.0 uh, era here. Whereas you know he really hasn't gotten to stand out that much, and this has felt. Yeah, like I said, I, I I thought that he would lose. Like time after time, the 2.0 guys win, and we see the the more veteran guys kind of suffer for that in the sense that they lose. They don't they don't get these title matches. Grimes is great uh, as a character and gimmick, uh, uh, promos in the ring. Uh, there's one spot where like uh, uh, Daniel was running at him, and Grimes kind of caught him, and this like Spanish fly in the day where it was crazy. I, I like Cameron Grimes a lot. I was very happy he won. A dance will look good as well, and obviously it takes two to tango. You need a good dance partner, but you also have to hold your own. I thought Danzo did. I thought he looked good in a match uh, with with uh, Cameron Grimes, whereas I've come to really think of Tony Danzo as a character guy, not a, a, an in-ring guy. So it's good to have that kind of that range. That's always good to see. Um, this was very good. This, as soon as the match started, or even as soon as they, they announced it, I thought, hey, uh, you know, Grimes versus Waller uh, would be very, very good. Um, sorry, Grimes versus Kamal Hayes would be very, very good. I'm still thinking Grace Small over here. Um, so I'm glad we got that. I think that'll be very, very good. That will be, if not the main event of Vengeance Day. I'm not again not sure if they're going to do an NXT title match, but one of the, the the bigger matches at Vengeance Day. Uh, and unfortunately, I would have to agree that yeah, it's it's going to be Kamal Hayes walking out with that title. It's going to be a very good match, but 
Steve James, Steve Chambers saying he would like to see Grimes get the title, but Trick is wild card in the match. Would not be surprised if Kamala retains. They've teased like a little dissension with uh, Trick and Kamala here and there. I think it'd be a little soon to pull a trigger on that one, even or even to really uh, substantially uh, advance it with with Trick accidentally costing him. Brian's saying they're going to kill it either way, whatever happens. Nestor Green that Grimes needs to win the title. Um, I I, I want to see him win gold. He, he's been talking about going twenty twenty to the moon, and like that's got to lead to him actually going to the moon. Like, come on, it's overdue. He, he deserves a title. I want to see that. Um, but you know, definitely, uh, to me, Braun Breaker, Kamala Hayes are like the one A and one B of NXT 2.0 at this point. So, feels pretty likely that that Hayes is going to win that one. But I'm sure it is going to be good. Uh, but then, yes, Pete Dunne comes back <laughs> during, at, the, at the end of the match, and I couldn't really see it. Like, if he comes like out from the crowd, and he's got this object in his hand, John, and I can't quite see what it is. And I admittedly had a bit of a you know a, a brain fart. I see the object. And I'm like, oh, he's got a paddle. <laughs> and I was like, this man's like paddling Tony D'Angelo. And I thought of the, the, the Simpsons, uh, the thing with the character, like, that's what that's paddling. And I just thought that was, I thought that was hilarious. I, I had a lot of fun with that. And of course, I, I was wrong. I was wrong. Okay. Yes. Stephen, James, Stephen Chambers and other people on Twitter informed me that it was a cricket bat because Pete Dunn is from the, the other side of the pond. So, yes, that also does make sense. I, I was wrong on that one. I apologize. I, I love the thought of him literally paddling Tony D'Angelo. Um, that doesn't seem fun to me. But yes, Pete Dunn's back. I don't know why they like they held a funeral for the man, John. Like, let him go. Like, he's been he's been um, rumored for a call up. He seems to make sense to, to go to our SmackDown to be to be in the Rumble at the very least. You have a funeral for a man. Might as well have him move somewhere else to do something else and rather than literally in a way come back to life like a zombie p done john what is this i i i don't know why i don't know what's gonna happen but i do agree that it is not ideal it's just seems kind of trashy that they're uh doing this because like they don't need to it, 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 they have the talent they need to move past this, but for some reason they're not. Yeah, uh, Brian pointing out, and I, I would agree that this would seem to be why they're doing it. He's saying he's, Brian's saying he assumes we're, we're going to get one more match uh, from Dunn and D'Angelo in this case to for, to put Tony over for good. Well, that's like beating a dead horse. He lost in a crowbar and a pole match. They had a funeral for him, so D'Angelo got that moment. Um, so, no, I, I thought that would make sense uh, to do that. And now, uh, how do you how do you go up from a from a crowbar on a pole match? Is, is, are they going to do a buried alive match? Because you had this whole funeral. I think that'd be kind of fun. Um, no, don't exactly expect that, but that'd be pretty, pretty darn interesting there. But no, it does seem a little uh, redundant in a way to do that when that you've already done this. Like, he's already put him over. He's not gonna. I would. I would assume he's not going to the rematch, unless I'm wrong. And they. And then he is. He's sticking around, and he winds up challenging for the title. Like that would just kind of would seem a little counterintuitive. Like I think the time has come. He he's ready to move to the main roster, unless they just don't want to do that. Like unless that's not the plan. And in that case, I think that's a waste. But then, but then we know Roderick Strong. Uh, spoiler alert: was on main event, and he lost to T Bar. So that that bodes well. Um, 
Yeah, LA Knight also uh, was on main event tapings there. They had a brief, DJ Planet's not last night, they had a brief interaction with the Dirty Dogs for some reason that is very unclear to me. Um, I don't know what, if that's going to go anywhere, but uh, Pete Dunn definitely seems like a guy that could succeed on main roster. You know, he's very, very good. Uh, I hope he gets that chance. Nando pointing out that it seems like SmackDown material more, I mean, I think either really i think i could see him uh someone i think i forgot who but someone mentioned last week they could see him kind of reuniting with riddle they were attacking briefly as the broser weights if you, if you may remember back in the good old days so i think that would be fun um but i, I think he'd do good on smackdown as well i think either way i i'm i'm pretty much by and large always rooting for some of these nxt uh black and gold uh stars i guess to kind of move on because Otherwise, I don't really know where they're going. A guy like Roderick Strong, yeah, he's going to have this match next week. But then what? A guy like Pete Dunne, I don't see him beating Tony Angelo. Then what? So uh, I think the time has come, at least in my book, uh, to have this kind of that, that transition in that sense, as we've already seen. Because now you know, it's a little bit of a limbo with the hangers on there. But nonetheless, uh, I, I would like to see that. I'm sure, if, assuming we are going to get one more match, will be good. But that being said, um, you know, I... I just, I, I, I love the fact that it was a paddle. Or I thought it was a paddle. I thought that was fun. John, with that being said, I'll, uh, good, bad, in between, you know, toaster, to- toaster time or not, what do you think about NXT 2.0 tonight? Uh, 5.0. Okay. Wow. I don't think you've gone that low in a while. We've had, been... had some rough ones. It's um, easy to skip <laughs> uh you don't feel like you're uh in a rush to to catch up or you don't feel like you need to miss something that's going to be good or whatever it's just uh you know and i say this now but i would probably go mania weekend for a takeover just because they usually do deliver i know it's costing and deliver it's a little ironic but they usually do deliver uh the roster they got now, it would be hard to match what they've done in the past, but they certainly could if they tried hard enough. What about you? What did you think? You know, it's funny that I think I've been resisting this this uh, shift a little bit, but watching the show tonight, tonight especially, opening with Jacket Time, watching how Ikamajiro is wrestling and the, and the jacket's just staying on through everything he's doing, um, and the concert, and... Von Wagner, and that wasn't, you know, I, that, that wasn't even that offensive. But just all the things kind of put together here, um, it's quickly becoming like, it's like watching a bad movie, you know, where it's like you watch it and you, I'm increasingly not taking it seriously in a way where I'm really trying not, not even trying to get upset. I'm more just like, yep, this is happening and trying to roll with it. Um, I'm just trying to have fun with it as best I can. Because there's just some stuff that's just like, wow, this is this is not great. The one to chew stuff I'm not feeling. The boa stuff seemed goofy. Um, it's it's looking a little rough here and there. Uh, you gave it a five point five for me. It's, it's, it didn't feel like drastically worse than some of the things we've seen recently. Uh, I did like Santos and Braun. I liked. I mean, MSK Jack time was good. Can't can't knock that. Um, you might go with like an eight, right? No, 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 oh. no, my friend. I know I barely gave smacked. Well, like what, what, my at my at the my the height of like the SmackDown run Roman Reigns. I would give that like an eight. This is not that. 
this is not that. I would go for for a fairly solid six. Um, I don't even know what I've rated this for recently. This feels like lower. And I guess that's fitting because like maybe that's more of a general reflection of my mindset. National with 6.5. Steven in alignment with my six as well. Uh, you gave it a 5.5. Stanley with a 9.1. As I always say, if you sit here and if you really, really, really like this show, I say kudos to you. I respect you. I respectfully disagree, but we're here to talk about it and and, and you know and and join minds and and, and share our thoughts on it. That just because I like like something, dislike something. If I'm on Raw saying, "Gee, this beer thing is the funniest thing ever," and if you if you don't think it's funny, if you don't like it, that's fine. Like everyone, as I, as I say yet again, everyone has their own cup of tea. You're more welcome to disagree. That is fine. We're just here to to. Come together and talk about it and enjoy it, uh, or try our best in this case. Brian giving it a 6.2, saying he did not like the Ali J performance. Yeah, that was that was not so good. Michael saying, Michael giving an 8, despite his girl, Olive Olivia, not uh, knowing how to perform well. Ouch, I think Michael mentioned earlier that she's from his home state. Yeah, that was a bit of a low point there. Nando, switching up his uh, animals here, giving NXT 2.0, five frogs and one duck. We'll be getting a whole little mini zoo over there where, where Nando is. Oh, Nando, kudos here. See, NXT, NXT 2.0 is mid. Shout out to the classic MJF promo, mid. Yes, uh, I think it's even like below mid at this point, if that's even possible. Oh, boy. Yeah, that's just saying nothing stands out. Oh, well, no, things stand out, but not in a good way. Not in a good way. I we, I was talking. I tweeted at one point. I saw that Duke Hudson came back and he had hair, and I tweeted like, "Oh, a uh, Grayson Waller shaved his head." I it was a, it was mostly a typo, but it, it kind of you know reflected most of these people, unless it's a Braun Breaker or someone else, uh, or you know, Santos elsewhere. Some of these people that really stand out, they are so like just they run together, and like I I have trouble remembering names and. And I watch, I watch the show every week. I'm sitting here. I'm watching the show. I'm paying attention. I'm covering the show. I'm taking notes. And even even then, there are times where I, I just like forget people. Forget what for, it takes me. Like I get like some little like temporary dementia. I'm like, who's who's that again? And then thankfully it passes and I'm, I'm okay. But my gosh, not good. It's not good. Um, uh, Brian, as always, we're curious to see yes what what the ratings will will be tomorrow. Uh, ironically, uh, today we saw Raw had the highest viewership since October on a show where they didn't announce a single match ahead of time. So as far as as far as I'm concerned, ratings and, and being able to predict how things are going to go totally out the window. I would have I would would have assumed Raw would have been a little down, but they were up. Granted, they weren't facing football, so that's obviously a dynamic. Um, speaking of ratings, we know I think. Maybe right before Vengeance Day, they're they're moving to the US to Sci-Fi to the Olympics, or maybe it's after that for two weeks. If I remember correctly, I don't remember which day exactly. That but... Tuesday is on Sci-Fi, I think. That sucks. Vengeance Day <laughs> is on Sci-Fi. Oh sure. no, that's a bummer. If, I'll double check on that one. I, that sounds right. Um, but uh, that's just that's the way the cookie crumbles. You know, they're gonna try and make the best show they can regardless. But that's the thing, right? These things, you know, you gotta have things that that, that convince people to to tune in. And when you don't, you know, that's why it suffers. So um I'm I'm sure Vince will be good no matter what. We got this today is the 25th, so as we record, so we've got next week and then 
Oh, okay. Two more weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks, and then they want out as Venice State. So they have some time to build it up. Hopefully, they 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 do it well. We'll see the the Dusty Cup on the men's side continue. Hopefully, we'll see more few uh, more um, you know some more hype for the for the NXT title for the women's title and all these things. Hopefully, it'll be a good show. But well, that's way off in the future. We'll be back here next Tuesday, Tuesday to talk about whatever does happen on NXT. Otherwise. Robert D. Flace and I will be here on Friday to talk about SmackDown. Uh, John, you and I will be back here Monday to talk about uh, Monday Night Raw. John, you're going to the Royal Rumble this weekend in St. Louis. So I will figure, I will likely, as I did with uh, day one, do a show on Sunday. Because, folks, the Royal Rumble is on Saturday. I'm off on Saturday. So I'm, I'm going to just take my time and I'm going to I'm gonna tune out the internet and then I'm going to watch it and probably like Sunday morning. It's going to get away. And we'll probably be, I'll be here probably Sunday, as I usually am, doing a show. Uh, once I nail down the, the specific plan, I'll let you know um, but as we do that. Uh, John, hope you have a good time there. Um, I'm sure Royal Rumble will be fun. Hopefully we'll see, speaking of NXT, some NXT faces there and uh, in, in, in both or either Rumbles. Uh, shout out to Nando for the NXT analogy here, saying NXT is like being on a date with a person who's all right. <laughs> but you wouldn't want to see them on the, on the regular if you had to. I don't even know if I'd go that far. Um, I, don't, I, I appreciate it. I don't know if I agree. Cause like, that would be like, you'd, you'd want to, okay. I, I, I see it. It's like, you want, you'd want to see them like every once in a while. Like if you bump into them and be like, Oh, Hey, you're, you're you. How's it going? You. And then you, or maybe it's, I don't know. I, we appreciate the effort, Nando. I'm, I'm trying to think of how I might phrase it myself, but definitely, uh, definitely not someone you want to, you'd want to keep seeing on the regular, especially with a show like tonight. But John, uh, last last minute, last minute here, Rumble picks before it was, as as was recording. This will be the last time we see you until uh, Monday. So last last picks here on the hot seat, men's and women's rumbles. Oh, uh, let's go with. Uh, I gotta stick with my original gut and say Bianca Belair on the women's side, and on the men's, on the men's side, Roman Reigns. Very realistic picks, and uh, I would agree. And though, and that, I think those could easily happen. Um, I'm hoping for some surprises. I'm hoping for Bailey. Uh, we talked about Ronda Rousey last night. I'm not sure about that, but I think Bailey's, Bailey would be fun uh, as, as a not a surprise, but more of like a thing you would expect to see, but isn't confirmed yet. Um, I think it's gonna be good. But uh, uh, last minute picks here: uh, Stephen going with AJ Styles for the men, Ronda for the women's if she shows up. Nestle saying Bailey and Austin Theory. She's sticking with her guns and saying Austin Theory. I, like, I mean, I, I could could happen. Anything could happen. Uh, Ryan saying Kevin Owens in the men, Bianca Belair on the women's. Again, some support for Bianca Belair. Um, maybe we'll have some some last minute contenders emerge on uh, Friday, the, the absolute go home show. It'll rumble the next day. Not, real quick here, Dangerous asking where you're sitting, John. Do you get, do you get good seats? Do you get? Uh, oh yeah, I'm right behind the hard cam, like a couple rows up. Uh, I'll be posting pictures, so keep your eyes out. And likewise, John, you go as we as we as we discovered last night, you were going uh, to to the rival territory of AEW for for beach beach tomorrow, and in the wonderful beaches of Cleveland. So, are you gonna be, are you gonna be wearing beach clothes in the middle of? Winter, I am John? wearing a, a Hawaiian button up shirt. I'm, I'm I'll be fitting the theme. You know, I'll be fitting the theme. Yeah, as you should. I'm I'm sure you'll be rocking a Hawaiian shirt there. 
to clarify, I, I messed up not as an analogy. I want to shout him out here saying uh, about the, the NXT analogy. He means like it's like someone you see you go on a first date with and you see they're okay to hang out with. Just, you know, hang out here and there, you know, maybe have some fun. Nothing too, nothing too serious. Keep it casual, but never, never, never enter that, that, that serious relationship there uh, with NXT 2.0 at this point. So, yes, it would be easiest to watch it casually. But we're here, <laughs> we have to watch it every week. Um, there are worse things to watch. It's fine. It's fine. Um, lastly, here, I'm Johnny Gargano's on my brain. We're talking about NXT. Uh, a lot of people, John, are thinking Johnny Wrestling might, might, I say might, show up at the Beach Break tomorrow. It's in Cleveland, his hometown, connecting those dots, maybe helping out uh, his a best friend in, in Orange Cassidy, maybe, maybe popping up there. Do you see it, or do you see him maybe taking a little more time to do with the family? Oh, and... God, please, no. Please, please, no. Please, no. No, 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 no. Please, no. Why? He does not belong there. He absolutely does not belong there. He Why? should not be going there. <laughs> breaking my heart, man. You're breaking this, this rebel heart over here. Why not? Brian Everett's saying he's hoping for Johnny. Uh, DJ pointed out Johnny should just be with his pregnant wife. I mean, there, there's some truth for that. Johnny can do whatever he wants to do, but he has said he wants to be with his family. But some people are thinking that he'll show up and then proceed to take time time away to, uh, to be with his family. John, what, what, what's, what's this hate for, for the heart and soul of NXT? The, the, his okay. home is not there. His home is not there. He's but not he going left. there. He chose to Main leave. roster, brother. Ask my buddy Sean Smith. He'll tell you. I think he fits. I'm sorry. I think he fits a heck of a lot more better in AEW than on the main roster. I just I don't trust him to, to do right by him. DJ saying he, he, we can see uh, they're going to go back to NXT. Thank uh, you, Michael. Thank you. Michael saying uh, him going to NXT, is, it, it is not the way. To, to borrow from both the Mandalorian and, of course, the way the, the stable. Um, I would agree. I realistically, to put a to put a, to put a bow on, I would agree with Nesha. I would think, as a prediction, again, I, I do not know. People can do whatever they want to do, and I have no idea what anyone's thinking. But I would think Johnny might just say, "Hey, I'm gonna take time with family." He has said that before. He wants to be with, be with Candace, be with Padme, his wonderful dog, and and wait this is the birth of the child, and then. See happens then because he has said he's been he was on TV for like seven years nonstop. So he has certainly, certainly uh earned the right to uh to do that. So I hope that I hope the best for him. I loved his run in NXT. I made that no secret. I was very, very sad when he left. Um, so I I, I want the best for him and for and I I, I want the best for NXT. <laughs> We're sitting here talking about it. Uh, it's a little rough here and there. That's not just said, that's not the kind of thing you get in a, in a committed relationship with by any means, but Hopefully, we'll be in for a better show, a little bit of bit less toaster time side of things next week. But with that being said, we thank you all so much for tuning in and 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 you know trying to to enjoy the show and talking NXT here on a Tuesday night. And with that said, the world remains a scary place, but we come here to try and do one thing together, John. Can you tell me what that is? Enjoy wrestling. Indeed. Thanks for listening, everybody.